Hey everybody and welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris and well what do you know it somehow some way we threw together a game to play tonight. I am joined by two of my favorite people one that I love and one that I love to tease and I'm sure I'm sure there will be a psychotic or a psycho comment in here somewhere. Mike with his Kubrickian sense of humor will have something witty to say, but we are here to play some trivia and we're not going to start with Mike. We're going to start to my left with my lovely wife, Leah. How you doing, babe? I am doing well. It's uh, it's Friday night. It's and, Friday. And uh, and I'm here to uh, host a wonderful game of trivia I'm very excited about. Um, and to join me on my adventure of trivia hosting tonight, I'm drinking a Diet Coke. But I'm also, uh, I added in, I got this um, from Ross, you know, the store Ross. The place that you go <laughs> to get mixers for drinks. And cheap trivia games. Um, and I picked up this, I got it for Christmas, it was like 50% off. And it's Jordan Skinny Syrups. Um, that's like the brand. And then um, it's like a cherry flavored. So I added a nice little cherry flavor mixer to my Diet Coke and uh it's fine. I think it smells better than it tastes, if that makes any sense. Um, I think you're supposed to add alcohol to that. Well, it says you can do it for anything. Like, it gave me... Well, you it says you can put it on desserts. You can pour it on your potatoes. It's not going to make the potatoes taste any better. Yeah, I don't want to put that in my potatoes. But I thought I would try it. I don't know. Uh, so, before we get into our beer of the month club with Mike, I have got a bottle here. I know. See? The ribbing is not going to stop. You can put that finger away, sir. Uh, I have got a nice little bottle here. This is my Dickel Bottled and Bond. It's the Whiskey Advocate Whiskey of the Year. Um, and I've I've kind of gone back and forth on this. I'll drink it and I'll love it and I'll drink it and I'll hate it. So let's see how uh, my taste buds feel tonight. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna grow on me. Um, I hate the nose of this. I, it just does not smell good. But the taste is very so, unique. So we got one that smells good and doesn't taste good, and we got one that, <laughs> one that doesn't smell good but tastes tastes okay. I guess it's not it's not bad. It's gonna grow on me. You know, we'll see how I feel after my first second glass. But Mike, what is in your glass? Well, first of all, let me tell you about my day. <laughs> my my wife left this morning to go on a little girls' trip, so I was a uh, single parent for the day. Uh, today was the day that my, uh, nine month old decided, uh, she was after probably a month or more of trying, she was finally going to actually learn how to scoot across the floor. <laughs> so, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, my three-year-old is starting to show quite a bit more interest than normal in doorknobs. Oh, oh no. Uh, yeah. And, uh, she also has this little play phone and I probably spent about a half an hour pretending to have phone conversations with every single member of the Paw Patrol. Oh, fun. <laughs> so. Who's the favorite? Chase, her, Marshall. I don't know any of the other ones. Sky. <laughs> hers is Marshall and then Sky. She actually has a, a very specific order that she does them in, but oh, her, her favorite is Marshall followed by Sky. <laughs> nice. So, but to, to, to Chris's question, uh, I, de I definitely uh, was excited to have an excuse to drink tonight beyond that. And talk so to adults. tonight. <laughs> tonight I have a pineapple orange because orange has an exclamation point behind it. Pineapple orange shake 
India Pale Ale from Westbrook Brewing Company, which is out of Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. This thing basically tastes like a slightly hoppy, carbonated, non-frozen orange Julius. It is really delicious. It tastes like an orange Julius, only better because it has alcohol. Exactly. That sounds delightful. Exactly. I'm oh man, I miss beer. I really miss beer, guys. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, Chris. I should I should just start bringing whiskeys onto the show until. No, I just I, I gotta get I gotta and I don't have to get back on beer, but I'm gonna start trying to integrate beer. I think a little bit slowly, slowly as we move into this year, I'll start integrating beer a little bit more often. But I also have like this this wicked bar collection that probably needs to be shrunk. Uh, I feel like it's already shrinking quite a bit. I think we yeah. need to restock. Oh, I just bought three bottles. Oh. It's it's a wi- a wicked bar collection. It's a wicked bar collection. Uh, I didn't just buy three bottles. I got two bottles for Christmas because apparently my family thinks I'm an alcoholic. And then I just picked up yeah. a bottle of Ezra Brooks Single Barrel Select, which uh, never. I it's the first time I've seen them have a single barrel selection or a private barrel, so I had to buy a bottle of that. Well, I think it's great that people are giving you that as gifts because. You're always complaining, like, oh, is this a gift that we're going to have to keep forever and store and, and move every time we move houses? And alcohol is the best gift for that. You can, If it's a cool bottle, you can keep the bottle. But once you're done, you're done, and it gets rid of it. And you don't have to worry about, um, you know, moving with it all the time. So That's a very valid point. Um, yep. I still have a bottle of Frag over there, though, that we got <laughs> as a gift. And I feel like if we move, I'll be moving with it because uh, – it's just it's it's a really really good scotch. It's just not something I can drink all the time. So it'll it's gonna sit there for a little while, Mike. But I, I did have a, I did have it uh, last weekend. So cheers to that. But Leah, tell us how we're though. That made no sense whatsoever. Leah, tell us how we're playing trivia tonight. No, Leah, talk to us about your game. So uh, per a request that was sent in to me uh, about two hours ago. Um, I decided to put together a complete the list game, um, which is Mike's favorite. I think as we as we heard on the hundredth episode um, podcast. Um, so I hopefully picked some good complete the list categories. Um, some of them were taken from um, the website didyouknow.org, which I found very fascinating. Um, some of them were from just lists that I read online that I don't have at the top of my head. Some of it were like, um, like billboard, um, lists and Rolling Stone like, lists like and stuff like that. Rolling Stone and billboard on this, on this at all. That's not, you know, different things good. like that. So, you know, if, if I have a specific, um, citation for it, I will have that when the specific question comes up. All right. And so I'm assuming we're playing this the way we've played other games where, right. So I will give you the question and then, um, you guys will take turns Given me an answer that you think would be on the list and that fits that category. You'll get one correct point or one point for every correct answer. And once you give me an incorrect answer, you're done. And the other person then has um, the opportunity to rack up as many points as they want to either complete the list or at least get as many points as they can. You know, this reminds me, Mike, I think the last time we played a complete the list game, it came down to the last question. And I think we both aced our round. It did. And I actually had to pull out an extra card because I was like, what if it happens again? And I need to have a, a backup <laughs> round. So that's I've got a backup round already planned. Oh, and we have a, a Basset Hound with us half on the couch, it looks like. He's, he's trying to decide whether he's actually going to join me or not. Come on, buddy. There you go. There you oh. go. 
I love basset yeah. hounds because they're just they're just so floppy. Floppy. I was just yeah. gonna say the same Yo. thing. He doesn't quite know what's going on, but he's here. It's say okay. hello, Romeo. He's like, "Where's mommy?" Oh, yeah. Or yeah, just turn around and lick yourself. That's fine too. Yeah. It's my favorite pastime. Especially on a Friday night. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. <laughs> Leah, that might be the most inappropriate joke I've ever heard you make. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm not sure how to respond, but okay. All right, let's take us away. Let's get into this because, uh, oh, I'm getting my ass kicked tonight. Okay, well, I flipped a coin, and Mike, you will be selecting first, um, or you'll be giving me my first, uh, the first answer for this first question. Um, and here's your question. The category is in history. Henry VIII was king of England from April 21st, 1509, until his death on January 28th, 1547. He had six wives. You guys are going to name them. Mike, you can start. Ooh, shoot. I used to be able to do this. I don't know if I can do it anymore. Uh, I will start with Anne Boleyn. Okay, Anne Boleyn, that is a correct answer. And if you give me a first name, I may have to ask you to um, give me more information. Just I'm just uh, throwing yeah, that out there as a clue. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um I just watched this damn, there's like a five-part miniseries on, uh, on Curiosity Stream uh, for like 20 bucks a year. It's actually really good if, if you're into history and science. But they had an entire like five-part series on the wives of Henry VIII. And I can tell you kind of like how he came to be with each of his wives. I don't know of any other damn names. I knew Anne Boleyn. And I think he married uh, one named Jane Seymour. I think that's one. So I'm going to go Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour is correct. Nice job. She was Edward's mother, the one that the one that gave him a son, and then she died. Yeah. All right, Mike. So you're up. Uh, I will say Catherine of Aragon. That is a correct one. You guys have now hit um, his first three: the the one he first divorced, first beheaded, and the first one to die. Yeah the the whole thing with Catherine of Catherine of Aragon that was his brother's wife, if I'm not mistaken. Or fiance or something. Yeah. No. I, yeah, I don't think they ever were actually married, but they were betrothed. No, one. they were. No, I think if I remember correctly, they were actually were married. Um, so but never this, consummated. They never consummated. That's why that's she was allowed was. to get divorced. That's she claimed they never consummated. And that's it was what, annulled. That, exactly. Yeah, because King, King Henry wanted to. He went to the Roman Catholic Church to get the marriage annulled because he claimed she was married before. But then she was able to convince him that no. He never consummated, and then, yeah, divorce eventually happened. That's Neither great. You gave there. me a lot of information. Is there another name of a wife? I don't somewhere? have another name. I, I was going to say, quit stalling. Quit stalling. I'm going to say, okay, so I had good luck with actresses, so I'm going to say he married Kate Mara. <laughs> that is incorrect. Chris, you have been eliminated this round. Mike, you have the opportunity to gain some more points. I just got thrown in front of a train. Catherine Parr, Anne of Cleves. That's it. And I can't remember the third Catherine, but it's another Catherine. I just can't remember what she is. <laughs> she's, uh, I think she's another Catherine of something. So Anne of Cleves is correct. Catherine Parr is correct. Are you tapping out after the, that, those two? That's, yeah, that's, that's number five. And Catherine Parr was his last wife, the, the one that survived, I believe. I cannot remember. I'm pretty sure Anne of Cleves was right before her. I can't remember. I think his fourth wife was also a Catherine. And I don't remember 
she was also like Catherine of something, but I don't know what. Uh, and I don't even want to hazard a guess and sound like an idiot, so I'll just tap out. Now you guys gave a lot, our, our listeners a lot of extra information that I did not have all of. Um, so for our listeners, the easy way to remember how what how all these marriages ended was divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived. I could tell you that from my grad school classes or my um, my undergrad classes, but I could not tell you most of these people's names. But I could tell you what happened to all of them. Um, so the first one was um, divorced, uh, Catherine of Aragon. Then there was Anne Boleyn, which is beheaded. Jane Seymour, who died. Um, Anne of Cleves, who he divorced, or divorced him. I assume he divorced her. Um, then there's one, Catherine Howard. That's the name Catherine that I've written down. She was also beheaded. Um, and then Catherine Parr survived. Okay, I, I had the two. I had Catherine and Anne of Cle- Catherine Howard and Anne of Cleves backwards, but I knew it was another Catherine. And yes. Catherine Parr, he married when he was very, very old. Like he was in his seventies, I think, when they got married, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. So after that first question, Mike picks up four points, and Chris picked up one. <sighs> Yay! So Chris, you'll get to start this next round. Um, hopefully, it'll <laughs> hopefully be. Hopefully, it's not like the first round. Uh, th- this question has ten possible answers, so it has a possibility for both of you to gain some points. Um, this is going to be in geography, I guess. Yeah. Geography. Sure. Sorry, Mike. Um, (laughs) so what I am looking for are the top 10 world cities who have the most Metro stations. And this is according to the, did you know.org website? Oh, I'm going to be that guy. I am totally going to be that guy. When you say metro stations, is it just like stations where there's public transit or does it or is it implied that it's, you know, some sort of a rail station? It's they're they're considering it kind of like a subway station. Okay. And um, the way I interpreted the term stations when I looked it up from this list were like little like hubs. Okay, that makes sense. So I get to go first. Yes. And there's only three on this list that um, because for most of these cities, their metro stations are called something specific in the whole city. But three of these cities, they combined like the city itself had like the names of two different like subway or metro stations and they combined them together. You're looking for the cities, though. Yeah, I'm just looking for the cities. I don't need the names of them. Okay, Uh, I'll start with New York. New York, number one on the list. Very good. Go ahead, Mike. Well, I'm out of ideas. (laughs) Um. I will say London. London, that is number seven on the list. So I'm trying to think of cities that I've been to, and unfortunately, that's just here in the U.S. New York's number one. London, you said it was number six. Seven. Seven. Jeez. I was surprised by that, too. Yeah, I'm going to have to go Paris. Paris, number two on the list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was going to be my next next one, too. I don't know why I'm surprised Paris has fewer than London, but um, <laughs> Paris had more than London. What's that? Paris had more than London. Oh, did I say that backwards? Yeah, I meant I was surprised London had fewer than oh, okay. Paris. Uh goodness. I want to give you a hint so badly. I'll bet you, I know. I just the thing is like I'm I'm kind of with Chris. Like most of the rails that I've been on have been in the United States, but I know that rail travel is actually pretty big in Europe, but it's more broader rail travel, not necessarily intra-city travel. I am going to 
probably shoot myself in the foot, foot stick in the United States and say Atlanta. Atlanta is not on the list. Yeah. Mike has been eliminated, so Chris, you have the opportunity to rack them up. Okay, so I can talk a little bit here. So the the ones that I have listed here written down, I've been to Chicago and D.C. Um, I already said Paris, so I can cross that off. I'm just trying to think of like really big cities. I don't know that China had the infrastructure to have anything in any of their cities, but Hong Kong, because they used to be owned by London, might. Or owned by England or operated by England or whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, I have Berlin written down as well, but I don't know how far back subways go, and I know there was a lot of problems after World War II, and I can't imagine there would have been subways post-World War II until the Berlin Wall came down, because I think that would be different. So I don't know that Berlin's going to be on there. Rome comes to mind. I'm going to go with an American city. I just don't know if I want to go Chicago or D.C., because I can't really picture... I've been to Chicago a lot more recently than I've been to D.C. And I don't feel like Chicago actually... New York is insane. New York has so many damn stops, it's not even funny. But I don't feel like Chicago had quite as many. So I guess I'm going to guess Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. is not on oh, the damn list. It. Yeah. But Chris did pick up two for that, that round, which is good. I, I, w- I was going to say, like, because in my mind... The reason I went Atlanta instead of D.C. is because I, even though I haven't spent as much time in Atlanta, I felt like they had more stops than D.C. Yeah, I just I couldn't I couldn't get my head around D.C. Uh, let, let's let, Mike, I want to see if we can name a couple more of these. Uh, so can I give you uh, Rome definitely popped into my head. So when you said that, no, let, I thought of Rome. But let's let us try it out. So you want to go with Rome first? I don't know if Rome. I would necessarily go Rome first, but I actually thought your Hong Kong idea was really good. I had the same thought about China. I wasn't sure if they would necessarily have that type of infrastructure in place. I don't either. Let's say Rome. Nope. Not on the list. Berlin. Is ho- Berlin is number three on the list. Jesus. Yep. Really? That's it. That's shock. I'm sorry. I mean, that's I've, shocking been to, to I've been to Berlin, but I didn't remember the, I didn't remember the, uh, there being that many. Um, if you want to compare it to New York city, New York city was number one with 400 or yeah, 481 stations. Uh, Berlin had 339 Metro stations. That's wow. Okay. Wow. 50, 50 metro stations less than New York. Yeah, I spent two days in Berlin, so that was not necessarily enough time to stop at all of those stations. <laughs> okay. Um, how many more in Europe are there? One. Maybe maybe we were wrong about China. Maybe China has... Oh, uh, I'll bet you Tokyo has a ton. Oh, shit. That's Tokyo nice. is number nine on the list with 293. Okay, well. okay, so not wrong. There's one more in, there's one more in Europe. Uh, yeah. Madrid? Madrid is correct. Madrid yep. is number four with 299. I should have written yep. Madrid down. That actually makes sense. Okay. Uh, so we're out of Europe. Yep. Uh, Hong Kong. Europe. We never did say Hong Kong. I thought that was a good guess. Hong Kong is not on the list. And when I say we're out of Europe, it depends on if you count this country as Europe or Asia. Istanbul? Nope. Moscow? Yep. Moscow. Yeah, Moscow. Russia. Moscow's Moscow's definitely European because Russia's kind of in both continents, but yeah. Moscow's definitely in Europe. Okay, it is. What so about, now you're out of Europe. What about uh, Chicago? Nope, no more in the United States. Okay, how many are left? Um, one, two, three. You think maybe like Rio? Would South America have rail? I don't know, but I'm just trying. I'm trying to think of. She's shaking her head no, so Rio's not on there. You're not supposed <laughs> to okay. tell them my hints. <laughs> Um. Well, so if there was, uh, maybe maybe we do need to go to China. Maybe it's maybe it's Beijing or. Yeah, let's go Beijing. 
Incorrect. Yeah. But mm. you're on the right track. Shanghai? Yep. Shanghai. Yeah. I almost said Shanghai instead of Beijing. But. 273. Okay. Uh, so there's two left. One is in the Western Hemisphere and one is in the Eastern Hemisphere. Toronto? No. I could guess. Um, I didn't think about Canada. Would, would like Mexico City have it or something? Yeah, probably. Mexico City um, is number 10 on the list with 175. Ah. Okay, so now we go to the Eastern Hemisphere and it's not in Europe. Is it in Asia then? Is it, it or, is in Asia. Is it in India? It is not in India. Is it in China? I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect it to be in India, but I wasn't sure. Not China. Um. <laughs> so she said not. China. Is it? Is, is it, it? Is it another uh, Japanese city? No. What? A, okay. Is it Seoul? Yes, it's Seoul, South Korea. Oh, Seoul. Good job. Yeah. Good job. When you said not China, I was suddenly going. Do you mean Taiwan? Like, <laughs> no. Right. I was oh, trying to. No, I was we, trying we, to. We, we're not getting that political on this. That's not political in the U.S. Oh, no, I guess te- True. technically it is. Well, I was going to try to hint that, like, oh, it's not China, but it's kind of located near China. But I was like, so is India. So I guess it just depends. <laughs> right. China's so, near everything. Right. China, yeah, it's huge. Okay. So after that round, uh, Mike has five total points and Chris has three. All right. Um, so your third category is in movies. So what I want you guys to do is name me the best picture winners from the year 2000 to 2009. So there's 10 on this list. Uh, Mike, you get to start. These, to, to just to clarify, are these the when the Academy Awards aired? I'm, or are they, I'm like this comes 99% up. sure it's when the Academy Awards were hosted. Okay. Um, I'm going to double check. Really quick. Okay. Well, I, I can actually make it really easy for you. Yeah. If you don't even want to bother double checking. I have this one written down too, but go ahead. If, if, well, I'll let you double check. That's fine. <laughs> I don't, the movie came out in 99, but the award ceremony was 2000. It, ex- exactly. And it was the first one I was going to name, but because I have, to, oh, I want to go in order. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> of course you do. Rude. Of course you do. Um. So, which movie do you guys say came out in '99 and won in 2000? American Beauty won it won in the 2000 awards, but came out in '99. Yep. Okay, so these are movies that were released in that year, and so they won the award the following year. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, the 2000 winner, I believe, was Gladiator. That is correct. Nicely done. Chris, go out of order so it messes Mike up. Ha. Return of the King. Return of the King was 2003. All right. Well, I'll just go out of order, too, because why not? Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar, dollar Baby. That was 2004. Oh, Lord. Um, I did not pay get into Oscars at all until I really met Mike and Nikki. I didn't really care about him until then. Oh, Mike's going to pick up like eight points here. <laughs> Damn Come on, it. you can do this, babe. I believe in you. You've probably seen. Most I got of these faith. Movies. I've seen all of these movies. I just, I, I, I was actually shocked looking at this list. I was like, really? That one? There was a couple oh, yeah. on here that I was a little shocked by. Okay. There's a couple. Yep. Um. Sorry, I'm switching out of this. Uh, I wanted to chug my cherry drink because I did not enjoy it, so I'm switching back to regular Diet Coke. Okay. Um, I'm not trying to stall here, Mike. I just, I just, I'm trying to think through like what directors. Okay, that's actually not a bad thought. Um, 
neither Stanley Kubrick nor Alfred Hitchcock won any Oscars for their movies during this time period. Oh, there's your one per cast. Oh, I think you, you called me out, so I'm working in a couple this time. <laughs> okay. Uh, Inuratu is later. Poron is later. I know, Mike. I'm sorry. Let me look at my Funko Pops here. <laughs> Kevin Smith never won Best Director. You don't think there's picture. any superhero ones on here either. While Chris is talking, I'm popping open another beer. This is the Parkview Porter out of the Druid City Brewing Company in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I think I've had it on here before, but God, I it's beer totally now. different from the IPA, but whatever. <laughs> um... I know it won Best Picture. I just can't place when it happened, but I'm going to go Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker, 2009. Nice job. Sneaking in with the last one on the yep. list. Well done, Chris. I couldn't. I didn't know if it was. Oh, I, I thought it was after Leah and I started dating, but I wasn't positive. So. It would have been. Because if it came out in 2009, then it would have been our first Oscar party together. Oh, and that's when the obsession with Jeremy Renner started. No. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. In that case, let's work our way backward from that and say No Country for Old Men. Oh, the Coen brothers did win one. No Country for Old Men was actually 2007. I knew it was right after I said that. I was like, yep, I'm, I'm skipping a year. And I didn't mean to, but yep. That's one that I was shocked by. I was like, mm. but that's because I that love that movie. Not my they, cup of so tea there, were, there were two consecutive years, and that was the second one where I walked out of the movie after seeing it and went, if that's not the best picture of the year, the Oscars are bullshit. Really? And fortunately, they at least got it right on No Country for Old Men. I loved that movie. So I wrote four movies down. I wrote down Return of the King, Gladiator, Million Dollar Baby, and Ray. And Ray did not win Best Picture, but for some reason that's where I went to. Uh, Collateral didn't win Best Picture either, although I do remember loving that movie. Collateral's fantastic and probably should have won. But yes. Well, yeah, because that was the year Million Dollar Baby won. So yes, Collateral should have beaten Million Dollar I Baby. Agree. I don't think it was even nominated, but... Uh... Wow, Jamie Foxx had a good year that year, because I think that was the year Ray came out, too. I don't think that was the year Ray came out, was it? Uh, Ray, Ray might have been the following year. Okay, that's not the one there. What the? All right. Like, I got to go back to directors. I think that's kind of where I have to go back to. So, who would have had a big year in, a big year in the 2000s? You make me feel like dancing. Uh,. What's pissed like ordinarily I wouldn't give it this much thought, but I know he can run the table on me and get an unbearable lead. You're correct. Um So you're missing two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand five, two thousand six, and two thousand eight. Since we're at the halfway point. I'm writing down numbers here like it's gonna help me with any damn thing here, and I'm just drawing a freaking blank. Do I need to turn off my video? Would it would it help not distract you so much? Well, if you put your shirt back on, that would help. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was the the glint of the light coming off of my uh, receding hairline. Uh, I have one too. It's fine. I'm used to it. <laughs> Dude, I wish I had your hairline. <sighs> okay, maybe I'm going the wrong way. So, who would have won? Who would have been nominated for like a best actor or actress award that might be tied to a best picture winner? Who would have had that type of a vehicle? Oh, what year did that come out? Yeah, I think I, I don't have a better guess. I'll go The Departed. The Departed, two thousand six. Nice yes. job, you got it. The, the Departed was the year before No Country for Old Men. Um, 
well, I will go the year before the departed. And I will say uh, one of the more notorious Best Picture winners because how did it break Brokeback Mountain? I don't know, but I will say Crash. Oh, God. Yeah, I wanted to give you the hint of like, it's like the Shakespeare in love of the 2000s that no one except Mike thought should actually win. Um, Oh, no, no, no. To be clear, Shakespeare in love absolutely should not have won Best Picture. That does not mean it's not a phenomenal movie. Okay, so that was 2005. So now you're just missing 2001, 2002, and 2008. Yeah, so that actually just loosened a little bit of a, a nut in my head here. So this could be way off. But I remember the same year that Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out and maybe should have had a serious con- consideration for Best Picture was the same year Traffic came out. And I think I remember Traffic winning Best Picture. So I'm going Traffic. That is not on my uh... list. I, I believe that was was traffic the the year Gladiator won. I think so. Oh, it might have been because I just know that I feel like Gladiator came out the year my parents got divorced, and my which is a weird thing. But um, my dad used to take me to movies, and that was our way to bond when he wasn't living with us anymore. And I made him see Crush Dragon and Dragon, and in retrospect, that was probably not the best movie for us to watch. But um, Hidden Dragon two thousand is a two thousand film, so yeah, it would have so been the same it was year the same as Gladiator. Gladiator. Yeah, really okay. good movie. I did not like it. I no? think I went and saw it only because of Erica Christensen, and that's it. Oh, no. Crouching I, I Tiger, Hidden Crouching Dragon? Tiger. Although no. I did like Traffic, too, Traffic. but I was talking about Crouching Tiger. Oh. Oh. I was like, that would have made Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon very interesting with Erica Christensen <laughs> in it. Well, go watch The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. That'll make you feel better. Yeah. All right. So we've got uh, Mike. You can um, start choosing 2001, 2002, or 2008. So 2008, I'm squeamish on. I think I know what it is, but I'm not 100%. Well, you can 2001 and 2002 are A Beautiful Mind in Chicago. Damn it. I own both of those movies at one point. So yeah, those are both correct. 2008. I always feel like this movie is later, but I think it was the two, I think it was the winner between No Country and um, Hurt Locker. I am saying Slumdog Millionaire. Yes, it was. David, Danny Boyle. How did I not get to Danny freaking Boyle? Yep. So, Mike, uh, that is correct. So you pick up seven points that round. And, Chris, you picked up three. So, not a complete blowout. Who directed Chicago? I was actually trying to pull that up, and I can't. I and it's it bothering now. me. But but I, I will I will be completely honest, and I'll give you uh, fuel for potentially a future one. If this had been 2010s instead of 2000s, I would have been totally lost for whatever reason. I think it's because in 2000s I just watched a boatload of movies more than Rob, I did. Yeah, Rob 2010s. Marshall directed it. Yeah, I knew Rob for Marshall, that I wasn't exactly going to go too far back because I knew if I went anywhere before 1990, it would be really hard. So I was like, well, 2000 to 2010, that was recent enough, but not far enough that we you know wouldn't uh, be able to get any of them that's so, a, a fair list i just you no, know, that was yeah that was uh, good although I, I i will be honest uh we were on a road trip one time and looking to pass the time and nikki quizzed me and i was able to go back to like 1960 something wow <laughs> okay well good to know for the future i know what i'm studying <laughs> all right so after round three mike has 12 points and chris has six all right so round four your category is in Foreign astrology. So I want you guys to name the 12 animals of the Chinese Zodiac. Uh, Chris, you get to start this one. The rat. The rat is correct. Mike? Well, I will go with uh, the year that I was born in, uh, the incredibly appropriate rooster or cock. Very nice. That is on the list. 
Chris, you can make a selection. The dragon. The dragon that is on the list. Nicely done. Mike? There is a great book uh, written from the perspective of a young uh, Asian-American immigrant that is called The Year of the Boar and Jackie Robinson. So I'm going to say The Boar. The boar is not on my list, but do you think a boar is the same as another It's a animal? pig. Okay. It's a pig. And yes, the pig is on the list. Sorry, I was going to I'm going to give it to you. Yep. Same thing. Yep. It's, yeah, it's the same thing. Um, I'm going to be very generous this close. game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't. Zodiac signs are not my favorite. Um, I barely know that I'm a Pisces. I have no idea what my birthstone is. I am terrible at stuff like this. Uh, so I'm just going to name animals. And I'm going to go with the year of the lion. I'm sorry, lion is not on the list. Oh, Thundercat steered me wrong. <laughs> You're close, Chris, because I my next guess that I'm pretty tiger. sure is on the list is the year of the tiger. God, it's a freaking animal in China. What the hell's wrong with me? I'm done. Go ahead. All right, Mike, so you get to continue making selections. Uh, Tiger was on the list? Yes, Tiger was on the list. Okay, I, I honestly, I'm not much better at this than Chris, if at all. So um, I'm trying to think. Honestly, I don't know if I would have gone, if I would have gotten rat, Chris. So I'm guessing that's your year. No, that's the, what this year is right now. Yeah. Because it's me and Paige's year. Me and Paige were gotcha, both gotcha. year of the rats because we're 36 years right. apart. So that's ending like in two weeks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. It has to be, yeah. Um... Yeah, don't don't worry, Chris. I'm not good at this either, so I'm not going to gain too much more ground. I'm not worried about gaining you gaining ground. I'm not worried about me gaining ground. But thank you, Mike. Uh, oh my gosh. Um, I have seen this list, and, and but but honestly, we've named most of the ones that I am familiar with. I'm pretty. I'm trying to think. My I'm pretty sure my wife's year of the dragon. Uh, and like I said, I'm I'm a cock. Let the jokes flow. Uh, shoot. How am I drawing a blank? Like, I can't even, like, name an animal right now. This, this is the problem. These are strong beers. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's just go with that. We'll go with that. That's 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 my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. Chris said, yeah, Chris said rat, so mouse is not going to be on there. Um, yeah, tiger, for some reason, I remembered. Um Sure, why not? I'll say the even though I don't think it's on there. Well, no, I'm gonna actually change that slide. I'll say the year of the bear. I'm sorry, bear is not on the list. I was gonna say panda, and then I I softened it to bear. Well, and Chris, you are the year of the pig. Okay. So just so you know, for for the future, I've got one more on my list. I can try and guess. Sure, absolutely. Go ahead. The year of the goat. Oh, isn't there like a year of the snake or the serpent? S oh, there is a serpent. snake yep. is on the list. Um, I don't see a goat, but there is a sheep. No, but the sheep makes sense. Yeah. Um, there is also. Do you guys want to keep guessing, or do you want me to just give them to you? I just give them to us at this point. I don't. I'm out. All right. There's the year of the ox, the year of ox. the rabbit, the year of the horse, a horse, the year of the monkey, and the year of the dog. All right. So after that round, Mike has 15 points and Chris has seven. And that moves us into round number five. I'm really excited to see how you guys do in this round. I'm out. Uh, oh, gosh. So the category is in music. I'm out. And so these are the musical artists who had the most number one hits each year 
from 2010 to 2019 in the United States. Oh, God. And I think I have how many hits each of them have. I don't know if that'll actually help you, but... This is indi- this is individual years. Yeah, individual years. So there's oh, one man. person who yeah. had the mo- the highest number of number one hits, 2010. Another artist, okay. and, th- and none of these duplicate. They're all individual um, people, so it's not like they had duplicate years. Oh no, there is one on here who has duplicate years, and that's it. So if you name them, do you get two points? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. If you can name that one person, I'm very generous. This game. Hmm. Who okay. Gets to go first. I don't remember. I think it's my turn because I think yeah, because Mike goes odds. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, 2015. She okay. uh, was on the list. Woohoo. So, Chris? I'm going to say Drake. And you got that bonus. He was in 2018 and in 2013. What year was Taylor Swift? 2015. And Taylor Swift had five that year. Drake had seven one year and four the other. Yeah, I was. I, I wouldn't figure they'd be much more than most four of or them five. are three and four. Yeah, all the ones that are left have three, four, and then there's one that has five. Wow. Um, I started forsaking popular music around the late 2000s, so the 2010s is essentially a blur for me. It's kind of why I picked it. Yep, I am going to say Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is not on the list. Mike has been eliminated. So, Chris, you get to uh, maybe pick up some points? Yeah, maybe. Um, did we validate these are artists, not necessarily are they groups, artists, or is it all kind of mixed into one? Uh, for the most part, they're artists. There is... Oh, shit. One, and maybe two. I don't know if this is a person or a band. But, yes, they could potentially be a band, but for the most part, they're all individual artists. Okay, so for the two groups that I have, they're going to be out. Then I'm not going to guess them because you both, you definitely know who both of those groups are. Okay. One of them I know is a group. The other one, um, I'm You're not, not sure, sure if it's a group. <laughs> yeah, but my thing is the two groups that I have written down are One Direction and the Jonas Brothers, and you know both of those are groups. So there's right. no way. I'm going to eliminate both of those, even though I think One Direction's newer. I would assume it would have been the Jonas Brothers, but who knows. Okay, so the ones that I have written down here still are Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber, Beyonce, and Katy Perry. I guess I'm going to have to start with Justin Bieber just because I think he's been around longer. Justin Bieber is not on the not list. Not on the list. Yeah, oh. Beyonce would have been a better guess. I, that yeah. was literally kicking myself right after I said that. I was like, I should have said Beyonce. Beyonce is also not on the list. Really? Oh. But another name that you mentioned is? Gaga? Yep. Lady Gaga, yeah, 2011. Yeah, Lady Gaga I definitely should have thought of because, was it 2012? I want to say Kate, uh, Lady Gaga was 2011. I thought Katy Perry 11. beat, okay. he, she beat a record for having like the most songs from one album as number one hit. Maybe like 2008? Maybe she was earlier? Oh, maybe. Oh, Katy, yeah, Katy Perry, she was she was more 2000s, like when her big stuff was. Uh, Leah, can I ask you a question sure. that, I, that I hate asking? Yeah. Is Post Malone on the list? Yeah, for 2019. Yeah. That's the one I wasn't sure if it was a group oh. or a band or a group it's, or a it's person. A, it's a dude. It's I okay. hate Post Malone with a passion. I do I too. And he had the no, he had the number one the day my daughter was born and it drives me it drives me insane. I listened to the song because I was like, oh, I'm curious. What's the, you know, because mine was, um, in case anyone's curious, mine was uh, Stars on 45, which is a Beatles melody, medley, uh, that was my number one the, the week that I was born. Nice. So kind of fitting. 
Although, although it was weird, really weird because Betty Davis eyes was number one the year, the week before and the week after. So I managed to just <laughs> barely split the middle. Sorry, no offense to Kim Carnes, but. Uh, and Mike, is it fair to say we're not going to know half the people she's about to mention? No, you'll know who they are. It is totally, it is totally fair. Okay. But for the most I'm curious. part, do you, you just want me to list yeah, them off? Yeah, okay. I'm out. So 2010 oh, yeah. is Keisha. Kesha. Oh, Kesha, of course. She had yeah. five. Uh, 2012 was Flo Rida. Maybe that was the apple bottom jeans. I'm amazed that Flow Rider had that many number ones. I honestly. can't name. Four I can name ones. one song that Flow Rider sings and you just sang it. You you well you you know the you know apple bottom jeans yeah. boots with the fur. Oh. Low 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 low. Is yeah. Timbaland on there? No. Okay. Uh, so Flow Rider's 2013. Drake was 2000 or 2012. Drake was 2013. Ariana Grande 2014. Mm. Taylor Swift oh, yeah. 2015. Uh, 2016 actually had two. I assumed that they were separate for this, so I would have taken either one if you guys had said them. Um, it's 21 Pilots and the Chainsmokers. So I assumed that that was a tied thing and that they didn't like collaborate on three separate songs together. I should have thought of 21 Pilots. It's funny because I almost said Imagine Dragons, which I kind of consider the same thing. It's like we're right. alternative, except we're not alternative at all and right. we're not good. Um, 21 Pilots got their name from a play. I know. I was. That's what I was thinking. Maybe you would get there because you had just mentioned. No, I've recently. never. I've never heard of them other than hearing the fact that they got their name from All My Sons. Uh, 2017 oh. was Ed Sheeran. 2018 oh, was shit. Drake, and 2019 was Post Malone. Ed okay. Sheeran. All right. Ed Sheeran. Living yep. in a castle on the hill kicked my ass. I love that song. Yeah. That's like the only Ed Sheeran. It's song the only one I like. I like. It's the only Ed Sheeran song I like. But yeah. All right, so after You're that like, round, I'm in love with your body. No, I definitely don't like that one. Uh, Chris picks up two points, and Mike picked up one that round. Nice job. I will say, though, Ed, Ed Sheeran, like, that dude is, like, sick talented, though. If you've ever he seen is. him perform, like, it's just him. Is he Shape of You? Is that him as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm hanging my hat in the fact that I just beat Mike out of music questions, so... Technically speaking, we both only got one artist right. You just happened to pick the two first. Yeah. No, I beat Mike in a music question. I happened to <laughs> no because oh, I. Oh my I... gosh! Speak. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You got really excited there. I really want to know what you were going to say. No, I was just going to say like I'm several weeks behind on listening to our podcast, and um, I would just got around, and I was sitting here, sitting here, going, of course, like on an episode that I'm not on. Leah asks a Talking Heads question. I was so pissed. I was like, what? I don't remember a Talking Heads question. I don't remember that either. What was it? It was the one about uh, this is the place had the parenthetical title Naive Melody because all the band members switched instruments. Was I on that one? You wrote that question. You wrote that question. Oh. Oh, It was was, a really good question. So it was not a one that I was on, but that I wrote it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I was just just laughing because I'm like, with with Chris's propensity and your propensity, honestly, Leah, to stump me with music questions, I'm saying you're like, and the talking heads question comes when I'm not on the podcast. Yeah. I forgot that I researched that one for you. (laughs) I was like, oh, here we go. That's actually my favorite talking heads song. So when 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 you asked it, I started dancing. Seductively or just regular dancing? I don't know how to dance seductively, so oh, well, let's it call like it regular dancing, but I'm not sure anything that I do is, constitutes regular dancing. And oh, by the way, oh my gosh, my daughter got my dance moves. Oh, that poor child. Oh, no, 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 oh, no. Oh, I know. It's bad. Like, I love Abby, but she, oh my gosh, when she dances. Oh, no, 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 no. <sighs> okay, so moving oh, she's in. She's so cute doing it. Moving into question number six. Um, your category is going to be an animal kingdom. 
And just as a score update, Mike has 16 points and Chris has nine. And Chris, you get to start with this one. Um, there's 14 possible options here. So you, if, if someone can run the gamut, is I think what they call it, um, and try to get as many of these as possible. Um, these are 14 countries where tigers can still roam free. So where you can find wild tigers. 14 countries. I don't know who tracks this. I don't know what who monitors if they go over a border. Yeah, like do they get arrested if they go to the wrong country? I'm not sure. Okay, I'll start and I'll start with China. China is on the list. Are we sure? Because their their laws around quote unquote freedom are dangerously suspect. China is on the list. Okay. I'm not questioning the list. <laughs> I will say India. India is on the list. All right, go ahead, Chris. Well, if China's on the list and India's on the list, I'm going to guess Bangladesh. Bangladesh is on the list. My knowledge of African geography is so poor that I don't even want to go there. Um, I'll just, I'll just say, I'll say Pakistan. Pakistan is not on the list. Yeah, yeah. Mike, you have been eliminated. So, Chris, have fun. <laughs> okay, so tigers. I, I think they're, I think they are actually in Southeast Asia. So, I'm going to go with Thailand. Thailand is on the list. Let's stick with that. Let's go to uh, Myanmar or Burma. Is that the same country? Yes. <gasps> what you said? Shit, okay. Burma. Yeah, because I have Myanmar on here, so I'm giving Myanmar you. Now. Yeah. Okay, I'm giving It'll you. It'll always point. be Burma to me. Okay, so I just said Thailand. I just said Myanmar. Let's go with Vietnam. Vietnam is on the list. Okay, Cambodia. <laughs> it's on the list. Laos. Laos is on the list. I'm sorry, Mike. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, I should have gone the other direction. Yeah, well, now I'm tempted to go north and go to Mongolia, but I don't know if I want to do that because uh, I thought Mongolia was more mountainous. Uh, and I can't think of what if there's any other countries down there. Uh, does it go south? Yeah, I think going south, no more tropical climate is going to be a better guess. I just... Oh. Where is, or do I want to go to like South Korea? Because nothing roams free in North Korea, so it can't be North Korea. Yeah. Oh, there we are going political, and that's not political. God knows they can't listen to this show. Yeah, that's definitely not political. Uh, let's go Malaysia. Malaysia is on the list. Okay. Yep, that's a good one. Well, I know the Malay Peninsula has got a few of those countries on there. I know Singapore's on there as well, but Singapore's just one city, so I'm not going to get Singapore. I wonder if they're in the islands, so I'm going to go further south and go Indonesia. Indonesia is on the list. Wow. I wouldn't have thought they were in Indonesia. That's well. Okay, so how many are left? Four. Okay, so south seems to be a key here. Um, they're on islands because Indonesia's a freaking island nation. What's he picked up? Six so far? He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's got nine and I got one. Okay. Yeah. If I go if I go west, I could go to like Nepal, but that's all mountains. I don't think they're there. Um But if I'm there I can go visit Kamar Taj and learn the ways from the ancient one. At least I know their Wi-Fi password. That's helpful. If I go west, I can also go to like Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, and stuff like that. But I just, I, how far west do you go? 
Um, but also I can't name many other countries that are down in that region. So I think I might have to go West. Uh, Oh, I don't think there's many in Africa. So I want to try and stay East of Africa. Uh, Kazakhstan. And with that, Chris, you have been eliminated. Was the Philippines? Oh, well done. Philippines is not on there. The ones you missed were uh, Bhutan. Oh, oh my God! I was in I was in Southeast Asia. I didn't say Bhutan. yeah. You were right there. Uh, Nepal. So Nepal, when you said yeah. mountains, I was like, oh, there's not very many mountains Nepal. there. I, I said know, Nepal, but you I didn't just, guess it. I, yeah, you said too many mountains, and I was like, well, because it's in the Himalayas. Nepal is pretty much in the Himalayas. Yeah, right? it's right in the Himalayas. That's where uh, Everest is. Yeah. Um, and Tibet, ish. Um, uh, it's, it's supposed to, well, so Tibet's every, part of China. I know. So ever that, so that's why you got like, some people say, oh, it's in Tibet. It's a Tibet and whatever, but really it's kind of like owned by China. So it's, yeah, that's like, another a, area it's like, of the China. T- it's like the Tibetan area of China. Honestly, like Tibet, if you can, I would have, I would not have said Tibet. I didn't know if it went that far. No, it was, it's not on here. I was oh. just giving you that example. That's me. You, you, you did well, Chris, cause you went East and South and I went North and West. Was Mongolia? And you lost there? as soon as you went north and west. Um, my... I was scared to go. I was scared to go north or west because I didn't know, but I had a feeling just the the jungles in the southeast were better. But I no, you. Were... I'm a. <sighs> and then uh, Russia was the other one. How is Russia on there and Mongolia is not? I don't know. They also had. North I know. Korea. I'm actually fascinated by that. They actually had North Korea on here as well. Yeah, North. I had South Korea right now. I did not have North Korea right, right now. North Korea was on here, but then when I looked at another list, it had 13 of them but didn't include North Korea. So I was like, maybe one list has been updated and maybe the Tigers died and they're no longer in North Korea, but it didn't matter for points-wise. Um, so mm-hmm. after that round, Chris has 18 points and Mike has 16. Holy no, 17. Shit. 17. I was going to say, I should have 17 because I picked up one point. Yep, Mike has 17, Chris has 18. Yep. Wow. In a question that has nothing to do with the animal kingdom and everything to do with geography. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I needed that. I needed that badly. You did? No. This, I mean, yeah, like I said, uh, oh. we just traveled in the wrong. I just traveled in the wrong direction. Now I'm, mine. Now I'm worried that I'm going to need to use my extra uh, bonus clue. <laughs> what if we get that right? I'm so, I'm so pissed I didn't think of Burma. I'm pissed like, I didn't think of... Um, uh, there's literally a song called, Bhutan. like, the Burmese Tiger is literally a thing. Like, there's a song, like, about Burmese Tigers, so... Okay, so we're moving into round number seven. Um, This is in Kidlit. Well, Kidlit. You guys should do pretty well on this one. I tried to pick some easier ones because I wasn't sure how the other ones were going to go. Um, You guys might need a, a morale boost. Is this, is this, by chance, a Kidlit version that's basically... You know, every child literature song referenced in a Jebediah Bartlett speech from the West Wing. No. Because if you give a mouse a cookie. (laughs) No. Okay. So, uh, Mike, you're going to start this round. Um, The categories in Kidlet. Winnie the Pooh has seven main animal friends. Who are they? I'm first. Yep. You are first. I will say Piglet. Piglet is correct. It's on the list. Tigger. Tigger is on the list. Um, I will say Eeyore. Eeyore is on the list. Uh, Kanga. Kanga is on the list. Owl. Owl is on the list. Two more. Does Rue count as a friend? Yeah. Rue is on the list. That was the only reason I didn't want to say it, because I wasn't entirely sure if it counted. So you guys are missing uh, one more. Because uh, with Kanga. 
Uh, and I believe that brings us around to Rabbit to close it out. Yeah. That closes us out with Rabbit. Nice job. So Mike yep. picks up four points for having a little bit of I would argue Christopher Robin is a homo sapien and an animal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Touche. Uh, okay. So with that one, I believe we're all tied up at 21 points. Tied. Yep. 21 21. Uh, nice pull, Mike. I, I would not have gotten Rabbit, so I'm not going to even complain about that because I did not know Rabbit was anyone. Nice pull. He was like the one who always had a stick up his butt. He was always like, yeah, rah, 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 rah. My, my, to, to be honest, my hesitation with Rabbit was, does this really constitute a friend? Because because <laughs> he's grumpy all the time. All he does yeah, is complain. Exactly. I must be going now. Goodbye, Rabbit. Sorry. Okay. So we're moving right along to question number eight. Or round number eight. Um, this one you guys should do fair, fairly well on as well. Um, I'm going to give you... Um, a category and you're going to fill it in. Um, this is going to be, there are 10 federal holidays that are observed in the United States. So we're looking for federal holidays and Chris, you're going to start this round. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is on the list. Go ahead, Mike. Um, Christmas. Christmas is on the list. New Year's day. New Year's day is on the list. Memorial Day. Memorial Day is on the list. Fourth of July. Independence Day or Fourth of July is on the list. Labor Day. Labor Day is on the list. How many are remaining? Four. Veterans Day. Veterans Day is on the list. I had to work at that this year. Just want to let everyone know. School systems in nope. Florida worked Veterans Day. Well, mo- most most do Veterans Day observed if they do it at all, because um, they they bogarted Armistice Day. Um, I will say Martin Luther King Day. Martin Luther King Day is on the list coming up this week. Okay, so I don't know if it's called Columbus Day or Indigenous People Day, but it probably should be called Ind- Indigenous Peoples Day. I will go with that though. Yes, it is labeled as Columbus Day on the list that I was looking at, but it. Might be expired. And so yeah. there's one more on the list. And closing it out would be President's Day. That is correct. President's Day. Nicely done, everyone. I'm taking the win for at least knowing them all. So woohoo. Oh, absolutely. For sure. So uh, five and five. I believe that that makes it. So we are at 26 to 26. You guys are killing me. Uh, that, 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 that's only because of work schedule stuff. <laughs> Like, I know which days I have off. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I think, too. All right, so we're going into uh, category number nine um, with a tight score of 26 to 26. And your category is listing the top 10 highest grossing Broadway musicals of all time. And this is as of this is as of 2015. So there is um, uh, one notable one that is not on this list, and it was because it premiered in 2015, but is now would now be on the list, but it is not on the list uh, that I'm looking at. Yeah. Yes. It's actually number seven right now. Yeah, we right both now, know so which not, one that one is. Well, it's. I'll just tell you guys, it's Hamilton. Um, but it's only <laughs> we se- know it's Hamilton. It's oh, only yeah. seven hey, on the all time list right now. So it's, it's at this point, it's going to catch number one pretty quickly. But okay. Right. Probably. So, uh, Mike, you get to start this one. Mm, damn 
I am going to say Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera is on the list. When did I say there was 10? There's 10 on this one. Uh, I'm going to go with Les Mis. Les Mis is on the list. I'm going to stick with Andrew Lloyd Webber and say Cats. Cats is on the list. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit older and go with Cabaret. I think it's had multiple revivals. Cabaret is not on the list. Chris, you have been eliminated. Mike, this is your time to make up some ground. I'm going to say a chorus line. Ooh, and a chorus line is not on the list, so you have both been eliminated. So Mike picks up one, uh, uh, two points, which gives him a one-point edge over Chris. Okay, can we keep guessing over no points? Yes, you can. Uh, Oklahoma. Not on the list. That was a good guess, Chris. Um, I'm trying to think of things that had multiple revivals. Think of yeah, Disney you're... movies. Oh, son of a bitch. There's two on here that have also been Disney movies. Well, actually, three on here that's been Disney movies. Two that have been Disney cartoons. Pirates of the Caribbean. No. Ha. No. Uh, um. Take the I, honestly, one. I was gonna. I was gonna say like. Um, I I don't know. My Fair Lady. Nope, not on the list. Lion not, King. I mean, that's not a Disney movie. I'm trying to think of Disney movies. Lion, oh, Lion King. No. Lion King is on the list. It's actually number yeah, one yeah. of all time by yeah. like two million. Really? Yeah, it's not close. I and Beauty and the that. Beast. Beauty and the Beast is the yeah. other one. That's number nine currently yeah. on the list. Yeah. Rent? Rent is not on the list. Yeah, I, I wouldn't closer think Rent, rent with, was... Uh, rent, though. Because just think of people who are in Rent and then went on to do other Broadway shows. And the OBC. I know. Like, not Anthony Rapp, then. It's not... Uh, what's uh, what's the guy that your wife is in love with? Adam Paschal. It's not uh, Adam Paschal. No, no, oh, um, oh, uh, Wicked. Aida? Wicked number three. Aida. That's the other one Adam Pascal's in. It's not on the list, but. Oh, Wicked. I didn't think about Wicked. Yeah. Idina Menzel. Yep. Adele Denzim? Uh, is there anything... Adele Denzim. Yep, exactly. How many of these that we've heard of? All of them. Oh. You'll know every single Which, one of how them. Many do, how many do we have left? West Side Story? One, two, three, four. I think you have four left. Um, there's still the, it's a live action Disney movie that is on the list. That's also I already guessed show. Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, nah. then there's also, um, one that was made into actually all three of the other, and actually, you know what? All four left are all movies as well. Chicago. Chicago is one of them. Nine. Oh, Chicago. Really? Nine is not on there. So one of them is an, is a really old Disney movie. Live action. The other two have been made into movie musicals in the past 10 years. One spawning sequel. Oh, Into oh, the Woods? Into the Woods, yeah. Nope. Oh, damn. All right, that's not on there. Yeah, I was going to say, even after I said it, I'm like, that's no. there's no way that's that's up there. I was just thinking movie musicals. Um, Agony. It's the only good part. <laughs> of yeah, exactly. If there only were doors. Um, if, by the way, on stage, way better. Um, my little brother said that too. He said the, the stage version. He is didn't amazing. like the movie. I don't he did not like the movie at all. No. Okay. Uh, what's been recently tra- moved into a a movie other than Cats? Well, here here's the problem: is we're talking about 2015, so um, there's three left. 
all are also movies. One of the movies is really old. The other ones have more recent movies. Sound of Music? Nope. But Right Track. 42nd Street? Nope. Oh, we actually saw 42nd Street, though. That's a really a boring of, show. Yeah, I just remember a lot of tap dancing. That's all I remember. Yeah, it's a boring show. Um, For people that don't like dancing. Guys and Dolls? Nope. Think of who was in The Sound of Music. Mary Poppins? Yes, Mary Poppins. Really? Yeah. What? Really? As, as of 2015, as of right now, it's 15 on the list. But as of two, 2015 on this list that I'm looking at that I asked you guys wow. about, it was number 10. But oh now it's God. number 15. That would have, I would not have, like, I literally, that popped into my head and I said, no way it wouldn't even work as a Broadway show. I remember musical. it being I didn't a even Broadway know show, but I don't remember it being, yeah. like, all that prolific. Uh, is fame on that list? Hair? Nope. So the only two left again have been made into movies. Nope. That's a good guess though. Evil Dead the <laughs> musical. Hairspray is number eighteen overall. Um, no. Can I please give you guys hints? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Abba. Oh, Mama. Oh, Mama Mia. Mia. Mama Mia. Yep. And then that's number six overall. I actually thought of that one. I didn't think it would be that. It would have been top ten though. And what was the, your other hint? The other one is uh, a boy group. Made into a movie about a real life band. Oh, it's Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. It's um. Oh, uh, Jersey Boys. Jersey Boys. Jersey Boys. That's right. I did not think that would have gotten there. I thought that was way too new. I I, I I'm kind of with you. Like I'm actually amazed at how new that skews. But I I don't know if it's just not adjusted for inflation or what. Uh, that or it could just be ticket. I mean, cause it, it blows my mind. Like I guessed a chorus line because until like Cats, I think it was the longest running Broadway. Broadway show, so I'm I went a little surprised. Had like six revivals, but right, ex- exactly. I thought going older would have been better, but guess not. Nope. Oh well. What did you say? Did you say Camelot? I said Cabaret. Oh, Cabaret. Oh, I didn't think of Spamalot. Spamalot's twenty four, so that's what made me think of it. Like currently, I'm actually surprised Spamalot's that high, but that's cool. Right. They're making a movie, a Spamalot movie. Are they really? Yes, I cannot wait. That'll be fun for sure. Yeah, so there's been some movement in the past five years, but not most. Most of the ones that were on this list are also on the current list. So the only ones that are not that were not on that list, but are on the current top ones, are Book of Mormon, yep. Hamilton, and that's it. Those are the only two that climbed in, and it knocked out uh, Beauty and the Beast, and it knocked out Mary Poppins. So two shows that everyone should see if they haven't: uh, Assassins, which I would yes. love to see. Oh my gosh, Sondheim, he's amazing. Like, And then uh, my favorite, I think it might be my favorite mu- musical of all time is Next to Normal. Because that show will break I'm not, I have not seen that one. That show will rip your freaking heart out. That's what I, yeah, that's it what is, I've heard. Uh, it's, I oh, it's so powerful. It's a, it's a powerful show about mental illness, but it's, uh, it's amazing. Okay, and hopefully, um, so going into our last category... Um, the scores are Mike with 28 points and Chris with 27. So Ooh. we have a, new, a real nail biter here. Um, and your last category is going to be in literature. Whoop. I just learned to read. You never know, Chris. You, you never, never know. You never know. You just know, don't know how this is going to be. Um, I know exactly how this is going to go. So in literature, this is comes from uh, Rolling Stone. So uh, they had uh, ranked Stephen King's top novels of all time um I, well i guess as of 2015 i was assuming because that's when this game came actually no this is uh one that i found online i forgot this is a rolling stones so this should be up to date 
So they just put out a thing of Rolling Stone, what they ranked as Stephen King's top 10 novels. And Chris, you so putting literature in quotation marks. Okay. Yeah. Literature by a uh, publication that I feel like specializes in music and not books, but okay. Yeah. When you, when you said Rolling Stone, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I forgot. This was just one that I was searching for online and it was like Rolling Stone. Top Stephen King's top novels. And I was like, all right. Well, because Chris was like, if you can find a reliable source, use that one. And I was like, Rolling Stone, that's reliable. Sure. Yeah, but it's all opinion based. That's, I know. All right. Right. Uh, so I'm going to have to go with the, the Kubrick classic Psycho. Yeah. Not on the list. <laughs> er, sorry. No. Zero um, points. I'm assuming you were kidding. Yes, I was definitely kidding. Uh, like I, think I just want to make sure you Stephen... knew that was not written by Stephen King. Yes, I'm well aware. Uh, when I think of like the iconic Stephen, what's bothering me is like Rolling Stone tends to skew more towards pop culture, and the book I want to guess has never really been turned into a solid, uh, a solid movie or television show adaptation. I think there's a new one coming out on one of the streaming platforms. And I'm going to die if I guess it, but I'm going to go, I'm going to start with the hell of it. I'm going to start with The Stand. The Stand was number one on their list. Nicely done. I was going to say, how is The Stand not on the list? Come I, on. They, it's never, it, it, it's not easily translated into a movie. Never heard of it. It agreed, but it still had two television miniseries. Neither one of them were good, though. <sighs> I mean, I got to, I mean, shoot, you know, shoot me in the foot if it's not, but I got to believe it is on the list. It is number two on the list. Nicely done. Even with that controversial scene. Okay. Yep. Rolling Stone doesn't worry about controversy. That's a valid point. Um, So which Darabont film do I go with? (laughs) What's bothering me is I don't know if one of these was a short story or an actual novel. Uh, I'll go... Specifically, novels, Leah. Yeah, it said novels on one. Yeah, she said novels. Okay. That's okay. what's bothering me. I don't yep. know. I don't know what if his is a short story, what is the novel. So I'm going to go with The Shining. The Shining was number three on the list. Uh, Shining was definitely a novel. No, um, that, yeah, that, that, the Darabont's what's bothering me. I understand. No, I, I know. I, I know exactly where you're where you're going with that. Um, shoot. Oh, gosh, I have so many thoughts. So many thoughts. <sighs> Please talk it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you want me to. Oh, man, I'm going to stick with movies. I'm going to say The Green Mile. Green Mile is number seven on the list. Okay, I'm going to say it because if I, if I die on this hill, I die on this hill. Shawshank Redemption. Short story. Damn it. If you wake up our child out of your anger, I'm <laughs> going to be mad. I said that I was I was Darabont did three Stephen King films. He did Green Mile. He did The Mist. He did Shawshank. Ah, oh, it's fine. I Give knew me, where you were I'll going. I'll take my L on the chin. It's fine. All right. So. I should have guessed that. Hold on. I should have guessed that by the fact that you didn't go Shawshank. When you didn't go Shawshank, I should have guessed that. And I didn't. That's just me being just stupid. Go ahead. Chris, I could be completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was a short story. Yeah, it's not on the list, so I'm assuming it's a short story. One of them was. I remember one of the one of the Darabont films being a short story, but I thought it might have been The Mist. The Mist is also not on the list, if you care. No, I'm I not wasn't going to guess the Mist. Is not on the list. <laughs> um, okay, well, Mike, that officially makes you the winner of this game. But do you want to try and see how many you can pick? Sure. Um, I would probably say Misery next. 
Yep, Misery is on the list. Uh, let's see. Um, that was the only other one that popped in my head is like, like jumped out to me. Um, oh man, he had so many, uh, for whatever reason, needful things pops into my head. Not on the list. Yeah, I figured, I figured probably not. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how to like do Dark Tower because I feel like Dark Tower, Dark like Tower the series, maybe, there. but like I, I wouldn't want to do like guns yeah. right. or anything. So the one that's on the list, it's number ten. It's Dark Tower Four: Wizards and Glass. Yeah, that I, right. I didn't want to guess which Dark Tower it was. I didn't. I yeah, I wasn't touching Dark Tower. That was too easy. Right. Uh, what about? I'm going by movies here. What about uh, Christine? Nope. I thought about Christine and uh, Cujo. Yeah, Cujo seemed too low. There's two more on here yeah, that I've exactly. heard of. The other two I have not heard of. Okay. If uh, that helps. Dreamcatcher? Pet Cemetery? Nope. Nope. Neither. Oh, wow. No Pet Cemetery, no Dreamcatcher. Did he do Carrie, wow. too? He did Carrie. He did do Carrie. Damn it. Not on here. I didn't know Carrie isn't on there either. Nope. <laughs> oh, Carrie's not on there either. Wow. Carrie, I believe, was the one that his wife fished out of the garbage can. Oh. Because he, like, he basically thought it was... You know, because he works on, worked on a typewriter, and he he basically trashed it because he thought it was junk, and his wife fished it out of the garbage can and said, "You need to send this in." What about Maximum Overdrive? Nah, nope. <laughs> that movie's terrible. What about Dolores Claiborne? Nope. Eleven twenty-two sixty-three. Yes, that was number oh. six. Oh shit! I forgot about that one completely because it's not like. It's the only one I've read of him. No, it's not. But it's and it's not like typical Stephen King. Really. No, it's gonna. I'm willing to bet some of this. The rest of this list is gonna be some of his non-traditional. It's not horror, really. right? It's gonna be some of his other stuff, and I just don't know what that is. You know, needful things. Now that I think about it, might have been a Richard Bachman. Um, That's which was his. Before. No, so Stephen King. Uh, back in the day, publishers had a. Uh, this thing where they would not publish more than one book by a single author in a year. And Stephen King's output was more prolific in that yes. because cocaine is a hell of a drug. And so he started publishing under uh, Richard Bachman. Uh, the running man also was a Richard Bachman. I'm pretty sure, but that could be on there. Nope. It's not. Uh, I love that movie though. Oh, it's a great movie. Oh, it's a great movie. <laughs> All right. Leah. And, 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 and as far as I'm concerned and our misery. All right. Uh, Salem's lot. Was number four. Really? Salem's- yeah. Oh, shit. That was one that I had heard of, but I was like, I would never have been able to tell you anything about it. Um, and then the ones I hadn't heard of were Dead Zone. Oh, that's the freaking oh, Anthony Michael. Oh, shoot. It, what's his name? Um, TV show. It's uh, the kid, the guy from uh, Breakfast Club. Anthony Michael right. Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Right. And then uh, the other one was Different Seasons. Never heard of it. Never heard of that one. Nope. I actually have no no bearing on that one. I hear it's great. I'm not I'm not a huge Stephen King fan. I've only read a couple of his books. So there we go. So um, our final scores are Mike with 31, Chris with 29. That was a great job, guys. Hell of a game. Yeah, Mike. for sure. Hell of a game. Really was. Really was. Well, everyone, that's been another episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. If you have not done so already, find us on Twitter at Pub Trivia Pod, Instagram and Facebook at Pub Trivia Experience, or as always. PubTriviaExperience.com. Don't forget, uh, if you're enjoying the show, we we have some drinks, we have a good time, but it takes a lot of work to put the show out there. So drop us a five-star rating, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to the show. That's going to be very helpful. Tell your friend, tell your uh, 
older family, probably not your younger family. Either way. Tell your wives, tell your husbands. For the Pub Trivia Experience, I have been Chris. I've been Leah. And I've been Mike. And Mike got a win today. He got a W. Congrats, Mike. Everyone else, have a great week.